Welcome to the K-12 Food Rescue Podcast. I'm John Williamson, the host of the podcast and founder of K-12 Food Rescue, an organization founded in 2007, committed to empowering people to lead the food is not trash movement in their school districts. Today, I'm joined by Mr. Don Layton, the superintendent of the Malakoff Independent School District in Malakoff, Texas. So, Mr. Layton, welcome to the K-12 Food Rescue Podcast. Uh, Thank you so very much for having us. Glad to talk with you. Oh, you're welcome, and uh, we are just so thrilled to speak with you today, and I'm particularly excited because typically we speak with food service directors, teachers, students, parents, principals, lots of not-for-profit leaders, lots of different kinds of folks, but this is actually going to be our first interview with a superintendent of a school district, so we're particularly interested in hearing about you know, food waste solutions from your point of view. So can you tell our audience a little about yourself, the Malakoff ISD maybe, and your role as the ISD or the superintendent? Yeah, sure. Uh, just a little bit about me personally. Um, starting my fourth year, uh, I'm sorry, I'm ending my fourth year as superintendent uh, at Malakoff. Uh, sort of an ex-military guy who got into uh, the education world. Uh, Malakoff ISD is a rural school district uh, in East Texas. Uh, we have about uh, 1,500 students uh, in our school district. Uh, particularly proud that uh, we're an A-rated district uh, in the state of Texas. Uh, We have a great school board. We have great students, and we have a great uh, staff uh, here in place. And just a little bit about me personally, uh, you know, my mother was a school cook. Hmm. Uh, So a little bit of background in that area. Well, hearing your military background, first of all, let me say thanks for your service to, to our country. Appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. Um, Thank you. And it sure does sound like you've got various you know, levels of years of experience in education. Can you tell our audience you know, how you became interested or involved in the, school, in the subject of school food waste, especially since your mom was a school cook? Yeah. Well, I think if you talk to anybody on the, the, the superintendent level, I mean, I think that everybody was aware that there's a little bit – uh, you know, that we could have been doing better. I'll just mm-hmm. put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd like to say that, you know, our, our uh, cafeteria staff, our food service, they do a wonderful job of trying yeah. to uh, curtail waste themselves. But the problem that, you know, I just seen from, from my side of it is that, you know, you cook food for X amount of students every day. Mm-hmm. And we would like to think that, of students show up 100% of the time, but they don't, you know, and there's particular reasons for that. And I'll use a high school as an example. Sometimes the high school kids are at athletic contests. Maybe they're doing UIL academic events, or maybe, you know, you have kids out, uh, you know, showing animals for ag and et cetera. So you're never going to have 100% of your kids there on lunch. And so you know that you're going to have a little bit of uh, extra food allowed. So I think that if you talk to, again, central office staff, you know, in school districts, they would probably tell you the, the same thing. Yep. So, you know, with that awareness on what you're talking about, usually typically somebody has this aha moment where, you know, maybe there is something we can do about it. And what did that look like for you and what action steps did you take? Yeah. Well, what, what really happened was we were doing a, uh, we were updating our policies and reading through the policy updates that I was going to carry to our school board. 
we realized that they had added that we could use a share table. And basically what that meant was if the school board would give the uh, superintendent uh, the authority to set up a sheer table that you might have a chance to eliminate some of the wasted food. So I would like to add with this, you know, that uh, you need a supportive school board uh, to do that. And we here in Malakoff, like I said, we've got great staff. We've got a great school board. And so the school board give me the authority uh, to do that. That was my aha moment when I realized that, hey, there's a chance to use some of this food that's normally uh, it's going to, you know, it's going to be thrown away. And yeah, yeah. if you know anything about cafeteria, you know, food service stuff, they put it on the kids uh, plate. And if the kids don't eat it, they can't go back and hand it back nope. in. That food's going to be thrown away. And uh, so basically when we did our share table, you know, uh, we got approval from the school board. Uh, myself, w- with our staff, I knew that if we give our staff the opportunity to help students eat this food or possibly carry that food home, mm-hmm. that they would do it. And uh, I knew that our administrators would be on board. And so we took it to the school board. They approved it. And how we got it started was we set tables up in the cafeteria. And there's certain rules and regulations that go with this. Sure. Uh, one of the things that we did is buy a refrigerator for each campus. And so if kids, you know, they can't put open food or food that they've eaten off of, but they can put, put milk juice into the refrigerators. And they can put, you know, for example, apples, bananas, fruits that they didn't eat packaged food, such as food bars, all that kind of thing. They can put it out on the table and the students can come to the table. And if they're still hungry, they can get it and they can eat it there, you know, at lunch. Uh, We put paper bags out beside it. So if the kids want to throw an apple in the bag, take it home, food bars, whatever they can, or the teachers can go back at the end of the day. And if they want to sit send a kid home uh, with a bag, they have, they can do that. Uh, That was sort of my, you know, moment with it when I realized that we could set this up. I also realized our staff would do it. So we've been doing it uh, about a month and a half now. uh, Oh, so you're very early on in it. Yeah. We we are really early on in the stage. Uh, The other thing that I think is important to the conversation too, you know, in school uh, number one, you know, inflation's going on. Number yes. two, we all have people who could use a little extra help now. And so whether the kids eat that at school or they put it in a bag and take it home and they give it to their brother and sister, that, that doesn't matter to us. You know, we know that the food is, is being used. Uh, the second part, which, you know, I personally love seeing, uh, and I'll share a little bit about that at one of our elementary schools, uh, is, you know, we obviously in school, we concentrate on English and math and science and social studies. But the other part of that is, you know, we have to teach our students to be good citizens. Absolutely. So, you know, if a school district is doing their job well, you know, you are educating the kids and the, the, the basics, you know, right, the subjects that I talked about. But you're also teaching them to be good citizens. I think one of the things that I've seen that I, I took the most pride in is, it's not the staff taking the food and putting it on the table. The kids are coming up 
Yeah. And, and I'm not going to eat this. So I'm going to put it up here for somebody else to have. And to me, you know, that's a wonderful thing. Uh, it's almost kids helping kids. Right. Yeah. And to yeah. me, that was uh, I was so proud uh, to watch that happen in our school district. You know, a, a kid. I'm not going to eat this. They put it on the table. They put a, a juice or a milk in the refrigerator and then other kids come up and, you know, they want that. So they take it. Absolutely. And, you know, you, you look at you say you're six weeks into this. Um, what, what, what kind of time frame are we talking about from start to finish? And were there any difficult hurdles you had to overcome and kind of what's been the response of staff and teachers, you know, and everybody associated with it? Just kind of give us a little bit of information there. I've not heard one negative thing about this. There's, you know, when, when you talk about giving kids food, you're not going to get a lot of negative stuff with it. We've, we have only had positive uh, parental contact. Uh, the parents uh, have been really good with it. Uh, the school board, like I said, we've got a great school board here in Malakoff. They're very supportive. And uh, I, you know, on, just on my end, it's really about the, the staff that's there every day. I knew if we would get that out to our staff, they would make sure that it worked for the students. Uh, yep. And so nothing negative at all. Uh, it's just been good things with it. And like I said, uh, the experience, uh, one elementary, there's no food left at the end of the day. Uh, at the other elementary, there's a little bit of food that they're able to send home. Mm -hmm. uh, but to me, if the food is being eaten by our students at school or if it's going home, that's a win-win. That's a win. Absolutely. That, as every cafeteria manager and, and I'm sure your mom, who was a former school cook, we want the kids to eat the food. <laughs> that's what yeah. we want. Yeah, know? absolutely. And like I said, you know, we're just fine if they bag it up and take it home. If they give it to their, you know, their brother or sister when they get home, that's fine with us too. So, do you have any any feel for in a given day, um, you know, how many food items end up in a in a refrigerator? Um, you know, whether it be, you know, I, I know you said there's very little left at the end of the day in one particular, and there's a little bit in one, but maybe how many items you think are being used utilized in that share refrigerator? Well, we would have to go back and look at it. I know that on the one campus that there's no food left. There's 500 students. And uh, it it was uh, very unique one day where one campus, uh, they were putting carrots, packaged mm. carrots up. And the kids were going up and getting it and eating it. Right? Mm. And on the other campus, they wasn't eating the carrots, but they were eating the apples. And so uh, at the end of the day, I mean, kids are kids and they're, they're going to, you know, they're going to eat what they, yeah. they want. Uh, but uh, I'm extremely proud of our students and I'm extremely proud of those staff on, on every campus. And like I said, there's certain rules that we have to follow with a sheer table. One of them is, you know, you have to have somebody monitor the table so they don't put unopened food there. That's and, right. you know, we have people on lunchroom duty and they just stand beside the table. Mm -hmm. And so far, there's been no problem uh, with that. Uh, the other thing that I was uh, very happy to see is that kids, they don't even ask right now. They they know we've only been doing it for a short period of time. But they just get up and go get the food, you know. Uh, and so it's it's uh, it'll make you proud watching it. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and when the staff goes up there and puts stuff in a bag to take it home again, it just makes me so incredibly proud uh, because our staff are taking care of our kids. 
Well, you know, it's interesting in all the years that uh, I've been involved with rescuing food around the country, whether it be in restaurants or whether it be in schools, I've never met anybody that says, gee, it's a great idea to throw unopened food into a landfill. Nobody actually says that out loud. But what what differentiates people and communities are just the will to do it um, and the steps that you have to take to to just kind of look at your day and say, you know what, 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 what little few extra steps would it take to, to solve this problem? And I'm just so impressed that your, your uh, school district's been able to do that and that you've been supportive of it. And it's, I know it's just such a blessing when leadership, it, it, as a person who's tried to implement it, implement it elsewhere, when the leadership of the school district is, is involved, it a hundred percent makes things smooth sailing. You know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the thing that I would point out on this too, and I, and I think this is important to it. If you really look at what we're doing with the sheer tables, uh, you know, especially, you know, coming out of COVID and stuff like that, we don't want to add any anything extra to our teachers. There's, they do a wonderful job educating our kids. This is really not a lot of work on anybody. I mean, this is just putting a table out. It's the district buying a refrigerator so that the milk and juice stays cold, right? Uh, I think one of the things that we did was, uh, uh, in hindsight, a wonderful thing is the refrigerators that we bought have a glass door. So kids don't have to wonder what's in there. They can just see it, and if they want it, they get it. But really and truly, it's not a lot of work. It's it's the kids saying, I'm not going to eat this. They're going to put it up there. And another kid saying, you know, I'd like to eat that right now or I'd like to take it home. Uh, it, it's just a win-win uh, yep. on that situation, you know. Well it's, well, it's funny. I had a question on here about uh, maybe you offering advice to other superintendents and other school districts, but I actually feel like the way you've answered all the questions, it's actually the totality of those answers is your advice. Yes. You know, yes, we're doing I, yeah, I think that they, my recommendation to superintendents is just go get, you know, your approval through the through the school board. And yep. again, it's it's not a lot of work. It's a table. And when you talk about buying a refrigerator per campus, we have five campuses and we bought five refrigerators and we put it there. But, you know, when you see kids using that, that's money well spent. Absolutely. Well, Mr. Layton, I'm so thankful that you joined us today. Um, as we close off, if, if there's anybody who is interested in establishing a, a share fridge or a share table in their school district, is there any way they could reach out to you um, in some way? Yeah, absolutely. All they got to do is go to the Malakoff ISD website, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a page there. If they look under the superintendent's page, they can uh, contact me. I'd be more than happy to uh give anybody any advice uh, that I could on it. I think from school district standpoints, you know, and I'm sure it's not just in Texas, but the other school districts, uh, you know, outside the state of Texas, uh, if they've got a board that's willing to approve it and on our board, I'm not just saying that they were all over it. Mm. Uh, I think if their staff sees that it's, it's easy to do and, most teachers want to go out of their way to help kids. And uh, that's what I meant with our, our staff. I knew they would go out of their way to take care of our kids. And uh, we are happy to have done it. Uh, and, you know, again, it's just all about taking care of kids. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for your time and the leadership that you've shown leading the Food is Not Trash movement in your school district. Thank you so much. We enjoyed talking to you. All right. Have a great day. You too, sir. Bye-bye.